Hello, everybody out there. Welcome to another episode of the PlayStation Report. I believe this is episode 214. And, uh, we're here recording remotely again, as you know the world is. Uh, Tyler is with me. Hey, Tyler. What's up? Oh, you know, just, uh, you know, enjoying my three-day weekend. Yeah. I, I still got that. Nice. That, 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 that's a thing I got. Nice. I did not get off Friday, which sucked. Mm, yeah. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be working extra hours next week anyway. Mm. So yeah. you know what? I guess it, I guess it evens out. I'll be on tens next week, ten hour shifts. Oh wow. Uh, it's extra money, I guess. Yeah. Also, in, in a time like this, it's nice to uh, be making money. <laughs> Regardless. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. It's yeah. It the thing is that my workplace is a ghost town. Uh, we've we've had two positive tests. Oh. So basically, half <laughs> half of the people on my shift are either or on my machine rather that I work on are either self quarantining or being forced to quarantine mm. or out sick. Yeah. So, uh, as of right now, I think I'm the only one that's qualified to operate my machine. So, yeah, they're going to try to get as much out of me as they can. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, are you not working with anyone else then? Or? Uh, yeah, well, I'll have someone helping me. Okay. Uh, though, yeah, it's, their job is pretty simple. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, it's... It's still going to be a pain in the butt because they're not familiar with the stuff that with with my machine. So they're going to have to. I'm going to teach them a few things that is different from what they usually work on. And yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey. not fun. But yeah, uh, I guess I'll be making money with which to buy things. I guess I don't know. I don't know what I'll do. I'll, I, I hardly spend any money anymore. Yeah, me too. I mean, outside of a couple games past few weeks, I've I've honestly haven't been spending much money either. I haven't had to get gas in like a month. Oh, in my yeah, Jeep, huh? which which is mm-hmm. nice because you know that was like a you know thirty five forty dollar weekly expense that's been uh, gone. So that's nice, but yeah, it's kind of weird. It's also weird, you know, if you're if you are out, or at least around us, like uh, gas is below two dollars for the first time in forever. Yeah, that's uh, thanks to the Saudis declaring an oil war against everyone else. Uh, yeah, that that's a whole different situation. They yeah. decided that they were going to uh, overproduce to drive down the cost to try to bump Russia and Mexico out of the oil market. Oh, okay. Great. Yep. Competing with finite resources, that's that's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. But but it is just weird to see it at like a dollar ninety three, I think I saw the other day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. That that's that's a whole different situation. That, <laughs> you know, we'll We'll eventually pay for eventually. Yeah, um, one way or another. Things things can't just continue on as they are. But you know what? Rich people don't care. Nope. Uh. But you know, 
what we do have in these trying times is video games. And Tyler, uh, we're going to talk... Did you finish Doom Eternal? I did. Alright, we'll talk about that in a spoilery way at the end of the show, if you don't mind. Yeah, it's fine with me. Um, but other than that, I, Tyler, I know you've been playing that F1. You said you'd stop. I know. I know, right? This is exactly what happened. I finished Doom Eternal, and I'm like, I'm going to play some F1. <laughs> I told myself I wasn't <laughs> going to play F1 until I finished Doom Eternal, and then I finished Doom Eternal in a in a night, in an evening, and then the next time I was able to play games, I'm like, you know, I'm going to do some F1. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I have. Um, I did Germany, Hungary, and Belgium. Um. Nothing too, like, overly exciting there, uh, except for Germany. So I came into Germany with a 10-point lead in the championship over Lewis Hamilton and um, qualified third. It was Vettel, Hamilton, then myself. And then I basically stayed in third, like, the whole fucking race. It was basically, like, the field was basically Vettel and Hamilton, then myself, and then everybody else. Um, So, like, I wasn't bad, but I wasn't really catching them, and no one was catching me. It was just one of those those races. But, Frank, once again, I fucked up pitting under a full course caution. (laughs) Tyler, you can't keep doing this. I know. You have to learn at some point. I fucking know, man. So... I didn't botch it as bad as I did in Spain. I just didn't pit. There's two or three other cars that didn't pit either. and uh, But everybody else did. And I'm like, shit. Uh, I need to just ride this out as long as I can. Build as much of a lead as I possibly can, if I can. And then I'll pit. And I really changed up my strategy, so I pitted with uh, 10 laps left. No, 8. 8 laps left, yeah. And I decided to put on uh, soft tires when everybody else was on medium or hards because it was basically just a sprint to the end for me. Ended up building a little bit of a lead, but then I obviously lost it when I pit. Came out of the pits in like 10th. Or something like that. And I was just blowing by dudes. Because I was on soft tires now at this point. That were fresh. And uh, ended up getting back to like third or fourth. I, f- I forget where I finished. So I, I got back up there. Um, and I was I was coming real fast. But just basically ran out of time. Because I was a fucking idiot. <sighs> so yeah. Uh, but then I won at Hungary and Belgium. Um which you know, those are those are fun tracks to race on for sure. Yeah. Nothing too exciting there with with that race or those races, but yeah, I mean, racing's overall very good. So now I have a little bit more of a points lead now, which I'm excited about. Awesome. Have uh, you played F1? Yes, I have. I actually dropped down to fifty percent races because, like, I just want to see the tracks. Right, and, you know, drive the tracks. Yeah, and so yeah, I I've done quite a few races. I've, oh man, oh, since last week I've actually done a lot. I've gone from 
all the way from Spain and my up through Silverstone. Okay. Nice. Uh, and yeah, I so I'm to the point where right now I have the difficulty up to 95. Holy shit. Nice. And yeah, I I've had to bump it up there because now that I have all those development upgrades that you do, yep. uh, my car is more competitive now, so I have to bump up the difficulty. But it's getting to the point like I could put it at 100 and probably still have a decent race. Um and once I get to that point, it's going to be a matter of, hey, uh, let's turn traction control all the way off. Let's turn ABS off. Uh, yeah, and that that's just that's the way I'm going to have to increase the difficulty there. Nice. Are you yeah, winning? Yeah, I shit, I went on a winning streak when the difficulty was at 90, and that's why I bumped it up to 95. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have a healthy championship lead. Nice. Um, but yeah, I, I just wish it was a little bit more competitive because I'm putting down some wicked speeds in the laps. I, it's it's great. Uh, I need to actually look up like what real lap times look like to actually compare. But I was doing 109s on the uh, on the Red Bull ring. Oh wow! Pretty consistently. Damn. Um, and without burning out my tires either. So yeah, it was that was a. I like driving that track because when you get it right, you get really fast lap times. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. But, yeah, I, I'm having fun with it. I, yeah. Silverstone was a race that I somehow really struggled with. And just, uh, not struggle as in, like, I was fucking way in the back of the pack. But I forget why I qualified. I was, like, fourth or fifth or something like that. And... Just could not get... Once I finally reached my way up to, like, third, it was pit time, and then that didn't go as well as I needed it to, and I fell back to sixth, and then just literally stayed there. I don't know why. I just could not get Silverstone down. I like that track a lot, though. I mean, it's a it's a fast track. There's a lot of really fun corners that you can pass on. Oh yeah, you like that that little S section in yeah. the middle there? Yeah. When when you nail I, that, oh my god, it feels good. Yeah, I don't hit my brakes until like I'm towards the end part of the S. Yeah. Like I'm mostly I'm flat out up till like the halfway point and then I start putting on the brakes a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, it's mm. It's a good one. I yeah. like I like uh spa in in a lot. Oh um, okay. I have a question for you. Yeah. Mr. I'm racing. Uh, do you go all... Are, are you to the point where you're comfortable going flat out through uh, El Rouge and Radeon? Uh, which... what What is that? I don't know that by, uh, by So, name. you know, you go, like, right... Uh, that Do that hairpin yep. at turn one. Uh, yeah. And then you go downhill and through those turns that take you uphill. Yeah. Are you flat out there? Uh, f- yes. There, there was a couple times that I ended up not because I could feel my car kind of like I didn't hit the corners exactly right. Um, but for the most part, yeah, I'm I'm flat out through there. And when when you are, oh my god, you can gain so much. Oh yeah, it's 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 awesome. And then uh, so you go through the next section. That you kind of got a break, um, and then a little bit later there is um, 
kind of a big sweeping corner. Oh, I know which one you're yes. talking about. Oh, yeah. That was the spot on that track that I would I would just fucking lay down uh, time there uh, and really gain a lot of time. Because, I don't know, for some reason the AI for me was breaking a lot more than you really need to there. Because you can kind of sail it into that corner and, uh, you know, not really break too much. You can kind of just ride it around and just carry a ton of speed through it. I mean, if you have a car that can stick, I guess. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, it's an awesome track. So, uh, let's see, what else have I played? Um, I guess the only other thing that I really played any, yeah, was uh, is Final Fantasy VII remake. Awesome. How far have you have you gone? And in... yeah, so I am only a. Part of the way into Chapter 2. Okay, so you've done the first reactor run. Yes. Uh, you're back in the slums right now, or no? Uh, or yeah. no, you're, you're on the... Are you still on the streets? I'm, of, I'm still uh, working my way through through the streets. Okay, and on the upper plate. Yes. All right. Uh, what do you think so far? I, uh, I think this game is excellent. Um, in literally every way uh for for the most part um i think you know i never played the original final fantasy 7 so i don't have that nostalgia uh at all and uh like literally the only final fantasy i've played is 15 (laughs) which which is funny um but you know, I think this game just nails it in just about every aspect so far, and and I'm so excited to just play more of it and experience more of this story and this world because I'm really enjoying the characters. Um, they are very uh, anime <laughs> at times, um, but but I I don't mind that, and I think think they're very well done. Um, and to me, the three things that are I feel like they just come together so well is the combat, the music and the uh, visuals. The vi- oh, yeah. This is like one of the most beautiful video games I have ever fucking seen in my life. Not okay. Uh, there are going to be some points where you might want to retract that. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, there, there is the infamous door. That you can look at, and it's like, oh, this looks like a PS2 door. Oh, okay. All right. Um, Well, I mean, for the most part, I think this game looks really good, especially during combat. Like, just the animations and and the visual effects are just so well done. And, um, you know, like, later on, you know, some of those Final Fantasy and Square Enix have always been really great at making cutscenes. And in CGI graphics, and holy shit, is some of this stuff just unbelievably detailed. Um, and especially after the first chapter ends, and you're just kind of walking through the streets, holy shit, it just it just looks so good. It feels alive, and um, the lighting's amazing. And, and I'm just really blown away by a lot of the visuals uh, in in this game so far but then the music is just fucking amazing um hands down 
like I'll be kind of shocked if uh, this isn't if there isn't music from this game at the end of the year for us on our list because um, there's some excellent stuff and I just feel like it complements not only when you're not uh, in 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 a battle or anything like that but when when the battle is going it just I don't know it, the music just really gets you going and. Um, and then the combat's just fucking awesome, and, and and so far I'm I'm enjoying it a lot. I, I'm I'm looking forward to getting better at it because there is a ton of management that you got to do, and just looking at different um, different uh, bars and, and and weaknesses for the enemies, and uh, kind of managing your party at the same time. Um, and, and so you know, so far I only have Barrett, um, so I can't imagine. I can imagine when you get more characters, it's going to get even more complicated and, and more uh, fun, rewarding. But, you know, the action feels good, but then the fact that you can kind of just slow down time and, you know, use different abilities and, and all that, the limit's f- fucking cool to use. Um, and, you know, that that first major boss fight uh, against the uh, the Scorpion kicked my fucking ass, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I I uh, I ended up getting it about halfway, and then I don't know where it went wrong, but it went wrong for me, and I fucking totally wiped out. Um, but then the next time, I just nailed it a lot more. But very intense boss fight. You gotta kind of be on top of it, and and if that's the beginning of this game, I'm like, holy shit! I I'm excited to see where this goes in terms of combat. So. Yeah, I'm I'm loving it so far, and I I can't wait to play more. How how much have you played? Uh, so I am in. Well, I just completed chapter seven. I just started uh, chapter eight last night. Um, and I am enjoying it. I'm not sure I'm totally in love with the combat myself. Why not? Um, I don't know. It just yeah. It feels like a lot. Like a lot of mashing to me. Yeah. Um, like it. I guess there are some things you unlock later on that like makes like some characters have like positional things that they can do and like the abilities that you use with your with your active time battle meter are are really cool. But like your basic attacks, I, I don't know. They just they don't do it for me. And. That being the way you build up your ATB meter, it, I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's yeah, it, it's weird that like this is one of the well, one of the few RPGs that does this, where like, well, I guess it's the only one that uses that ATB meter, and you have to have a charge to even use items. Which is a thing, like, yeah, thing that surprised me. I guess, like, it's to stop you from just, like, just pushing through things and healing through things with items. And, I don't know, I guess maybe cheesing the game a bit, but... Yeah. Like, I don't know. It, it that That's just a thing that seemed really uh, picky for, for me. I, I don't... I don't think it's, like, I don't think the game is bad because of it. I just... That's, that's just a, a change that I hadn't expected. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I That is something that I don't particularly like uh, when it comes to items, but, but yeah. Uh, yeah, other than that, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, there are some cool music tracks that you can uh, go listen to. 
and unlock and, and buy from shops and stuff. I I guess the internet's already talked about it, but Hip Hop to Chocobo is uh is really hot. <laughs> uh yeah, I I'm I'm enjoying it a lot. They've made a lot of changes from the original. Really? That that's what I was even, gonna even, ask you about. Even story wise, like Okay. There there are some things in this remake that were not at all touched on in the original. Do you like that? Or? And they and they've and they've introduced news. Yeah, I you know, I actually do like it because mm-hmm. if this was just a straight up retelling, I'm not sure I'd be all that interested. Right. Or at least as interested as I am now when now that I know they've changed things, I want to play through it and see how stuff is different. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, I, I think it's good. What this has reminded me of is that I hadn't, pl- I, I, I haven't played any of that Final Fantasy fifteen DLC, and I might go back to that after I'm done with this. Mm, okay. Yeah, I never played played that either. Um, basically, once I finished that game, I put it away. <laughs> I, I think yeah. mostly because uh, I binged the fuck out of that game when I played it. I played like. Mm-hmm. 20 something hours in just a few days because I played it over a Christmas vacation um, and I remember just listening to like a pretty much every giant bomb uh, end of the year deliberation podcast uh, playing that game it was fun though I, I, Final Fantasy 15 is good yeah. it's, it's making me want to go play more Final Fantasy games I mean I, I, I that's something I definitely need to do I mean, there, you, there's, you know, you're at home a lot, yeah. so, you know, it's it's there. Uh, the the games are there and not too expensive, I don't think. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, I. So this remake is just reminding me that I really like Final Fantasy, just as like a series. I, I like the things about it. Uh, I like the designs of characters and enemies and just the general style the Final Fantasy games have. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's growing on me a lot. Like I just love the to some of the things in the cutscenes. Like I love the first cutscene when um when Cloud's like introduced and everything. It's just I don't know, it's just something about the style of that. I'm like, yeah, this is just fucking awesome. Um it just I don't know, the way Square Enix does some of those things you know, Final Fantasy senses. Really well done. Okay, so there's one thing that I couldn't get out of my head. And, you know, since this is a modernization, a remake, uh, you know, Biggs, Wedge, and Jesse. Biggs. I can't get this out, this thought out of my head. It's Nathan Drake doing a Solid Snake cosplay. <laughs> okay. I can that, see that's it. All I, that's all I could think of when I was looking at him. Yeah. I cannot get out of my head um, the voice actor for Wedge is uh, Matt Matt L. Jones, who is Badger in Breaking Bad. And once (laughs) I heard that, I'm like, I know this fucking voice. Who is it? And then I made that connection. I'm like, oh, my God, I cannot unsee this now. It's kind of weird, but but I like him. He's, He's funny. Wedge is yeah. Wedge is goofy, and I I like Barrett so far. You know just how like completely over the top he is, but but he's I mean, he's kind of a badass. Yeah, he's fun. I mean, 
The, th the thing about this remake, though, like, you'll, you won't appreciate this, but ba back then, Biggs, Wedge, Wedge, and Jesse weren't really, like, major characters at all. Oh, okay. And in this, it does a lot to, uh, a lot to just develop those characters. And, you know, I, I think it's really giving people what they want. Um, yeah. Which is just a greater exploration of that world and the characters in it. Yeah, I mean, as someone that has played through the original, is this this kind of what you were looking for in a remake with this game? To be honest, I didn't I didn't know what I wanted, mm -hmm. and uh, you know this is this is something that I'm enjoying, and you know what I'll I'll keep I'll, I'll play this I'll I'll play through this, and then I'll play through uh, the second part in ten years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I really wonder how long it's gonna take. It's, it's one per console generation. Yeah, I think it, it'll it, finish. It'll finish on the PlayStation Seven. Actually, you know. Yeah. It'll... <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. God. Do you think Square Enix okay. is going to do a Final Fantasy sixteen before Seven remake is completely over? Hey, uh, I think we lost you there for a hey. second. Yeah, there we go. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right. What were you saying? Uh, do you think Square will do a Final Fantasy 16 before the 7 remake is completely over? Yes. <laughs> I think they're yes, crazy I enough do to do that. it. I mean, they kind of have to, I think. Like, sure, the... This this remake is really expanding on that world, but that story is like even though they've changed some things, I I don't think they change it entirely. And in that case, it's like, hey, we we kind of are hungry for a new Final Fantasy story. Yeah. So, yeah, I I, I would expect a Final Fantasy sixteen to come out in between some of these remakes. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also, you know, get on uh, Tetsuya Nomura for uh, shipping video games because uh, you know he he takes a long time, a lot of times. And I know, like Kingdom Hearts three, the wait for that was forever, and then Final Fantasy seven took forever. So good on him. I remember when they announced this game how exciting that was at E3. But then also just hearing that he was attached to this, I'm like, okay, that's cool. But people have been waiting for Kingdom Hearts 3 forever. Uh, who knows when that's going to come out. And then just to have this come out a little bit over a year, year after that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, I Yeah, I I think... I'm going to enjoy this. I, I I think I'm about like a third of the way through it, maybe. But I've heard that it's it could actually be very long. I've heard like forty to sixty hours. Yeah. That depends on like I I mean I'm doing every side quest as I go. So yeah. Okay. Which side quests not a major thing in the original. Okay. I, I can't I think I can't really think of more than a handful of side quests in the original Final Fantasy VII. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, this one definitely has some. Not all of them are great. Some of them feel like, hey, this this 
go kill X number enemies here. Uh, but whatever. It's it's things to do in that world. Um, I'm really enjoying it. Like the the most the thing I'm enjoying most is just like it's seeing more of characters that you didn't know much about coming out of the original. Mm. That that's the thing that's getting me. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I'm I'm looking forward to playing more. Uh, and then, yeah, the last thing that I remember is uh, we start a new playthrough of Divinity Original Sin two. Oh yeah, that was uh, that was during this week, wasn't it? Right after recording last week. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So we we did that. We did. We started over. Have a new team, new characters, and I think it's gonna go a lot better. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, and, like, you actually figured out how to make a custom character, because I think when we were playing before, you were just playing as one of the preset characters. Sort of, yeah. I, I changed some some abilities, but I did not know that you could completely customize Oh, scratch. yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. But yeah, that game is very good. Mm-hmm. Maybe and, we'll yeah, be we'll... able to get out of the fort later today. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, that it for yeah, you? Yeah, that's it for me. Okay, I, let's see what I've got here. I wrote some stuff down. Oh yes, Apex Legends, I've been playing that. They've been doing a thing where they're rotating the playlist, like, I mean, rotating the map, which one you're on. It's rotating between King's Canyon, King's Canyon Dark, and uh, World's Edge. Uh, So yeah, that's that's a thing. That's happening. It's, I think it's like every hour or two it's switching maps right now. I think that might be just an event thing, but I actually like that. I hope that's a permanent thing that they think about doing. Yeah. Keep it keep it a little more spicy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm enjoying that. I won a game of trios playing as a duo with one other person. <laughs> nice. Uh, that was fun. They were really good. <laughs> like... Yeah, I usually I feel like I'm the one carrying teams. Mm-hmm. This guy was was pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> wow, how many how many uh, kills did you guys get? Uh, only six total. Like I had one of them. Oh wow! <laughs> this other guy was just wrecking shop before I could get to it. He was playing as an octane. Okay. And yeah, it it was good. Cool. Uh, I also played. Well, I started my Touring Cars 2 Championship in Project Cars 2. Uh, the first race happening on Brands Hatch. And by God, those cars handle very differently <laughs> than the open-wheel cars. Yeah. I've been ha- having problems with the uh, brake balance. Uh, heavy braking leading me to oversteer because the- my rear brakes are locking up before my front. Uh, I have to do all kinds of tuning. I also had to open up my uh, pedals again because they got dirty again. Oh. My brakes were sticking. Okay. So yeah, I had to open that up, clean it, lube it. Ooh. Now it's good. Nice. I I did pick that game up. I haven't played it yet. I did okay. get it on that sale. Um, probably won't play it till I finish my F1 season, but looking forward to it. All right. Yeah, we should try to do a race sometime yeah um i yeah let's see i've 
So I, I, I'm, I guess I'm going to talk about some, some dirty PC stuff. Ooh. Uh, I've been thinking about getting into that iRacing. Have you heard about iRacing? I have, yeah. There, there's been some iRacing on the television. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I just like the idea that, hey, I could be in a race with a professional race car driver. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that, that, that seems like the next step for me. Mm. Um, that, that yeah, eye I, racing stuff is pretty, pretty cool though. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's really cool that, uh, we're getting televised races yeah. of a video game, but most of the field is real drivers. Yeah. That's, that's what's crazy about it. Uh, but yeah, that. That seems like a fun thing for me. I also, it went on sale. I bought that uh, Mass Effect trilogy on PC. Mm. It was on sale for like $14. Well, that's pretty good. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to probably... Well, I actually played the first mission of the first Mass Effect this morning. I always have an urge to play those games, dude. Yeah. They're so good. Uh... But yeah, that's that's the video games I've been playing out other than Animal Crossing, which right now I'm in the process of, hey, I check in every day. Uh, I'm not playing too much, but mm-hmm. like, you know, 20, 30 minutes a day, just checking in on my town. Nice. My wife has been playing so much of that. It's hilarious. Like, she comes home from work, and that's like what she does. <laughs> um like we we opened up our museum and it was basically like all of her like doing a lot of the donations and and all of that it's it's a fun game. I was playing some the other day. Yeah. I, I just uh, I feel like I run into roadblocks with that to where I'm like I don't really know what to do because uh I need this material and I'm not getting it anymore. Uh I need you know this or that, but it's not coming till tomorrow. So I, I just feel like I've run into roadblocks with that stuff. Yeah. Um. One thing I'd recommend for resources: definitely look into going to those Nook Miles Islands. Yeah, I have with some. In some cases. Um, and yeah, uh, did you find that, uh, Timmy and Tommy selling the DIY recipes? Yeah. Yeah, I've bought some okay. from them. Yeah, well, that you know the ones that I forget whether it was you or your wife missing. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we we ended up having to buy. She had to buy the axe because okay. no, you know, Tom Nook wasn't giving it to her. Um, and then I ended they're not up, that expensive. Yeah, yeah, no, they're not. I because she got a little, she got farther than me. I had to buy uh, the vaulting pole and the slingshot. Mm. So, it is nice that you can buy those things, though, I guess. So, here's a thing that I didn't realize until, like, maybe a week into playing that game. You can run. Really? Yeah, you just hold B and you run. Oh my gosh, I did not know that. Which is how you uh, escape, wa- how you uh, run away far uh, enough from wasps to okay. catch them. Okay, yeah. I was wondering if you could escape wasps. When they are trying to attack you, yeah. What you do is you uh, pull out your net right away, run away a few squares, and then turn around and s- uh, and smack those sons of bitches into your net. Okay, catch yeah. them. They sell for a lot too. That would that would do it. 
I'll try that next time. Well, that's enough about Animal Crossing. That's a Nintendo game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've got some news this week. Not too much. Um, I guess you could call it big news. We got we got a look at the PlayStation Five DualSense controller. Yeah. Uh, I think it looks all right. Uh, doesn't look too different from DualShock Four. No. Uh, it yeah it's it's a controller. Uh, I'll be interested to see how it feels in my hands and what this uh, haptic feedback is all about. Yeah. Um, looks like it has uh, that trigger tension thing that uh, that the Xbox controllers have had. Yep. Uh, yeah. I. Yeah. I. I think this is going to be a perfectly fine controller uh, using USB C, which is good. Yeah. Uh, I like USB C a lot. Um, yeah, just the whole, uh, I don't have to worry about which, which direction I'm putting this in is, uh, is a, uh, that's a plus for me yeah. because I don't, I don't feel like paying attention <laughs> when I'm plugging shit in. <laughs> uh, but what do you think about it? Um, I, I, I like it, uh, for sure. I mean, you can't really fully say until you have it in your hands, but I think, They've made some changes that I, I do like, um, and, and one change that I do not like, so I'll get to that, but, you know, I, I li- I'm i ready for the haptic feedback and the triggers, you know, the triggers on the Xbox controllers, it just feels really good, especially, you know, playing like a racing game or something like that, so I think that'll be very uh, good for these controllers, uh, and, and just kind of adding more to the experience um the rest kind of seems fun like i'm not picky about the face buttons not having the colors anymore um it is what it is to me um, don't come out with a classic color right thing Ex- like it right exactly and and i i like the two-tone design i'm just not sure if i like these colors and that's just a personal preference of mine, but I can see, you know, people have made a ton of mock-ups, like, down the road, they sell more two-tone color variants that could be really fucking awesome. Um, so I, I'm, I'm totally fine with that as well. Um, you know, they changed the share button to be the create button now, um, which... Um, I don't think it's too big of a deal as long as I can just hit that button once to take a screenshot, I'm down. Because I like taking a lot of screenshots playing games. Um, probably one of my favorite favorite things about this this generation. Uh, not this past generation on PS4. I, don't know, I really, really enjoy taking screenshots and videos. Um, I think the only change I don't like is the microphone. Eh. That's the thing that I don't really have a feeling about because I'm not going to use it. Yeah. Uh, I just don't, yeah, I don't, I don't really, like, I don't have a feeling about the microphone, positive or negative. It's, it's a thing that's there. I don't give a shit. I I think to me, it's more like, if I don't have a headset in, I don't want anyone to hear me. And I have no doubt that you can turn that stuff off and it looks like there's even a button on the controller that could do it. Um, it's just, 
I just don't, you know, I only want people to hear me if I have a headset plugged in. And then that's, I just think it's weird to, to have it built in. And I don't really like the microphone being built in in the controller either. Like every time in every fucking game, I always turn it off. Um, I turn it off in F1. I've turned it off in the Division 2. I just, I don't care about having things coming out of the controller at me. Uh, and, and then making a microphone, I just, I don't know, thinks kind of weird to me yeah but Um, don't you don't you think it's really rad when some some developer thinks they're clever will have you hold your controller up to your head like a phone no i don't i don't (laughs) i don't find that stuff that fun um and, and i just think this could create so much just bullshit like when you're in a fucking lobby in call of duty like how much is just going to be nonsense because of people having the fucking mics on their controller. You know, I, don't know. I know. Yeah, you can go. You can go in and mute everybody. It's just I don't know. I, I I'd rather Dude, that I don't not know. be there. I don't know how anyone plays Call of Duty and doesn't go into the audio set settings and automatically mute everyone oh, yeah. in the lobby. Exactly. That's what like, I always I, do. Yeah, I like <laughs> auto mute everyone except my party. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean overall it's it's fine. You know, I also don't mind the light bar. Uh, the light bar on PlayStation Four never truly bothered me. Um, so I don't know. I, I think it's fine. I think people are reading into this a lot too much. To be honest with you, and getting way too upset over this, it's going to be a fine controller. I'm sure it'll feel fine. I mean, both PlayStation and Xbox are at a point where you know, they're not going to... I feel like it would be silly for them to radically change the design of their controllers. And this doesn't seem to me like a radical design like people are making it out to be. It's probably going to feel very good in your hands, like the PlayStation 4 controller. Um, so, yeah. Well, what do you make of uh, the name, though? Uh, changing it, not being DualShock 5, changing it to DualSense... It just leaves them room to make a DualShock 5. Oh. <laughs> as, a, as a separate controller that you can buy if you want something that feels like feels a little bit different. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Like, maybe the DualShock 5 is the Pro Controller. <laughs> maybe. Who knows? Yeah, I, I never really thought of, thought of it that way. Um, I, I don't hate the name either. Uh, I just think it's interesting that Sony has always been for the most part, so stuck on, you know, a very um, traditional numbering system. PlayStation, you know, 1 through 5. DualShock 1 through 4. You know, why why change it now sort of thing, I guess is my only thing. But it's a dumb yeah, point. I, yeah. So. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll have this in our hands maybe this year. I don't know. They did reiterate this console's coming out this year in the statement when they uh, showed this off. Um, You know, of course, that could totally change. Yeah. Um, Uh, Yeah. And then I guess the last thing I want to say is what do you think of them just kind (laughs) of dropping this randomly? Like, do you think... Next week or two or three, four, whatever, they're just going to drop the console. Like here, here it is. This is what it looks like. Yeah, I like that's. 
I don't know. I, I don't I don't know how it's going to happen because normally they would make a huge event out of it, but you know, you can't do that right now. Right. You can't bring people in and do that. So, yeah, I I guess it kind of has to be like this unless they're like unless they announce it ahead of time unlike this that they're going to show it off. I I think that's more likely they'll be like, "Hey, this is the stream we're going to show off the PS5. Make sure everyone tunes in at this time." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it'll be a, a stream or a video or something like that, for sure. Um, I'm just glad we're finally hearing and seeing stuff about this console. Yeah, it's it's good it's nice. to know that... Uh, hey, it's nice that there's a controller, Tyler. Yeah. Exactly. That, that's a th- that's a thing we don't have to we well we never really worried about. But that's a thing we know now. Yep. This, the next generation of consoles have controllers. Woohoo! Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, uh, I'm still not sure that these consoles will come out this year, but uh, you know, CD Projekt Red thinks uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is still coming out this year in September. Mm-hmm. Uh, they believe, yeah, they believe this game's going to be out this year on schedule. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. It might not be the smartest thing to do to release a big AAA game, uh, this year when people don't have money, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll certainly see. I mean, this game's still got five months left of development, you know? Things could be totally different in five months. Let's hope better uh, that we're we're on the mend, maybe uh, in in ways. But yeah, I mean, it could. I I feel like they're not going to have any problem getting the game done. It's just can it be manufactured and sold? Is the retail structure going to be back back up and running? In a does it make sense to sell it then? Yeah, does it make sense to have your release? It like at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, we talked about it last week. Naughty Dog said the Last of Us Part Two is like almost done. It's so it's not not the development side. It's just selling the game to you know a lot of people are just out of work right now. It's just not not the best time. You know, the retail structure is weird, and you don't want to just put it out digitally. Um, so I, I'm I'm going to. St- I, I think this game will be out in September when it's supposed to be um, supposed to be out, but I would not be shocked in the slightest if it gets delayed because of other reasons in in not the development of the game. Yeah, I mean, it could be a completely reasonable business decision that, like, hey, if we release this game now, uh, not as many people are going to be able to buy it at launch. And you don't get that initial boost to sales that you get in that first week yeah. when everyone's talking about the game. Yep. So, yeah, it, it might make sense for them to delay it. I really wonder how well Final Fantasy VII Remake selling right now and if Square is happy or disappointed because of, you know, having to put that game out in, uh, in the uh, environment that we're in right now. Yeah. Curious on that. Uh, I guess sticking with Cyberpunk here, uh, we've got another story you put in here yeah. uh, about Cyberpunk 2077's, 2077's DLC. Uh, they claim that it will be at least 
as large as The Witcher 3's DLC. Whew. And they'll and they'll announce these DLCs before launch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I mean, if they stick to their track record of DLCs, I mean, I guess in this generation of consoles, uh, the only example we have is The Witcher 3, and those DLCs are fucking huge. They are, and they were really well done too, especially Blood and Wine. Um, Blood and Wine was practically a whole other game. Um, it was it was crazy how how big and expansive that that DLC was. So, you know, I know a lot of people don't like when DLC is announced before the game is out. Uh, you know, oh, why aren't they putting that in the game or whatever? But if it's anything of the quality of both the main game and then the DLC, if it's anything like The Witcher Three, I'm totally fine with it because. It, you know, you can easily get a hundred hours out of The Witcher Three, and I, I feel like Cyberpunk's probably going to be a very big game that you're going to get a lot out of. Um, so, I'm, I'm fine with that. And, you know, CD Projekt Red has been uh, pretty good, at least, with sticking to uh, really giving their players a lot of bang for their buck. Yeah, and uh, I, I think the whole point to announcing DLC before your game is announced, before your game is out, is that hey, you know, some people who work say on pre-production, hey, they they're done doing their job for the main game. Yeah, let them go on and start working on the DLC. Right, like that. It's not every. It's not like they're cutting content from the main game. It's hey, some people's jobs are done for the main game. Uh, and, yeah, they can go work on something else now. Yeah. Definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Um, sometimes I kind of forget this game's still coming out, and I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm not sure if it comes out this year. <laughs> I'm not sure, like, I, I don't know about anything. Like, th- there's, there's so many question marks about when does it make sense to start, start it up again. To start making stuff and well, releasing things again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess we can talk like continuing on with this theme of the impact or lack thereof of this uh, coronavirus. Um, Final Fantasy fourteen, a game that oh shit I haven't touched in three weeks. Tyler, Whoa. I'm going to be honest here. Whoa. I, I've been busy with other video games, man. I've been neglecting it, but it looks like uh, the 5.3 patch is going to be delayed now. It was uh, planned for mid-June, and yeah, it's it's not going to make that date. Uh, that's going to be the next Alliance raid, I believe, is going to come with that. And yeah, there that that's that's the near content, man. That's being delayed. Okay. Ah. Uh, I mean, it's it's frustrating, but also like you you kind of have to understand that you know there there are bigger things in the game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're it's still going to come out, but just not in June. Yeah, I mean it'll come out. It'll be awesome. So yeah, I mean this this uh, this coronavirus is just fucking with everything, dude. Uh, there's like not a portion of life I feel that is not touched in some way shape or form 
Yeah, a lot. You know, some some way worse than others. But I mean, this has literally affected everybody on the entire planet, which is just mm-hmm. just the scale of this thing's crazy. Well, okay, Tyler. Pandemic or not, Capcom will remain a leaky ship. Oh yeah. Uh, well, there's one story in here that we have, and I saw another rumor today, like, that's coming from people who know people that work at Capcom. But the first thing here, Resident Evil 8, there were some leaks. It looks like it's going to release next year. Okay. It's called The Village. Alright. It's, star- it's a sequel to Resident Evil 7. It's going to be first person. Yep. Tyler, I'm liking everything about this. Okay, yeah, I I am as well. Um, yeah, it's supposed to have new mechanics like insanity, hallucinations, occultism, and not being able to trust others, which is interesting uh, things for Resident Evil, and I, I could be down. Also, they're supposed to be fucking like werewolves, beast men sort of thing. Oh, yeah, like, just right. go, just, yeah, just go for it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, and then also, you're supposed to be playing as Ethan Winters again. Yeah, that's... yeah, Which is fine to me. Um, you know, he's no Leon Kennedy or anything like that, but he's he's fine. Um, he's just a guy, really. Yeah. <laughs> he's a guy who went to some fucked up house. Yeah. And yeah, it's... Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the end of that, he's a guy who's wielding machine yeah. guns. <laughs> Yes. And fighting giant fucking whatever the hell those things were. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this is a this could be a good opportunity to maybe just build on, on him a lot more. But, you know, having it set in a village makes a ton of sense to me. I think that would be fucking sweet. Um, I'm, I, I mean, I'm, I'm down for this. I feel like a Resident Evil 8 makes sense after doing some remakes. And then you could, you know, get to another remake or two afterwards. Um, but what, what do you... Um, you know, if this is true and this game comes out in 2021, what do you think of Capcom practically annualizing Resident Evil? It's weird point? because the thing is, a couple of those are remakes. I mean, the RE2 remake was fantastic. Uh, I haven't played the RE3 remake. I'm not. I'm not sure that I will. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I'll have time for the RE3 remake. Remake, but yeah, it's. I, I don't know. As long as they keep making good games and it doesn't fucking turn into a Far Cry situation, I, I'm good with it. Yeah, yeah. To me, to me, I think doing brand new games and then combining it with remakes of of uh, the older games that that people really want to be remade and then doing them both to a high quality, I think makes a lot of sense and is fine as long as the games are quality um you know it's kind of kind of like getting into a you know pokemon a little bit it's always like here's a brand new game then there's a remake brand new game remake yeah so um tyler i just dropped another story in here okay but it looks like uh the resident evil 4 remake is being is uh entering production now Oh. An estimated release in 2022. So this uh, this whole uh, annualized thing is, if the rumors are true, it's a thing. Yeah, uh, dude, a Resident Evil 4 remake one would be awesome, but two, having it come out in 2022 makes a ton of sense to me. 
It's apparently might be made by Redworks. He's done Resident Evil 3, I guess. Yeah. Um, interesting. Yeah, right. I... Yeah, I... Oh, wait, no. Let me back up. Uh, Development's being led by Osaka-based M2, the new studio founded by former Platinum Games head Tetsuya Minami, which has been preparing for the project since 2018. So, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's... uh, I am looking forward to all the Resident Evil because I think that's... Yeah. I, I like the Resident Evil games. They're, yeah. they're good. Yeah. I, I'm more excited for RE8 than than uh, the remake here of Resident Evil 4. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I, I don't need the RE4 remake, but then again, it's going to sell a lot, so it makes sense why they're making it. Yeah, definitely. And it's, it's, it's a little weird with Resident Evil 4 because they've been putting that game on every fucking platform since it came out on um, GameCube and PS2 originally um but that game's gonna sell like crazy to me i feel like they do resident evil 4 and then you probably follow that up with code veronica maybe in a resident evil 2 to 3 situation where resident evil 2 is a lot more beloved than resident evil 3 but you kind of get three out there quicker um but then from there with remakes i think it gets it's a little weird because I feel like Resident Evil 5 and Resident Evil 6 are not games people really want to have remade. Plus, they were on uh, already on PS3 and 360, so they look fine. Um, but, Tyler, you're you're forgetting Resident Evil 0. Oh, yeah. That's right. The one that took place on a train and kind of sucked because everything was so super close quarters and tight <laughs> angles for your camera. Yeah. But, you know, a modern remake of that yeah, you know, I, I wonder, might work. Yeah, I, I agree with you, mate. You know, they did remake that game. What? That was kind of yeah. earlier in the generation. Remaster. They didn't really remake it. Yeah. They, yeah, they did. They touched up the graphics a bit. But, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's a game that could do with uh, some restructuring. Yeah, I would agree. Maybe you do Resident Evil Zero and then you re-remake the first one. God. In a third-person or first-person fashion, but fuck, why not? <laughs> I'm down. I, I like Resident Evil a lot, so. God. Yeah, uh, I guess the whole, you know, we started this generation of consoles with a lot of remakes and remasters, and, you know, that's just going to keep happening. Yeah, it definitely will. Oh, God. <clears throat> But that's enough about that, Tyler. Uh, there are actually new games. That they, they exist. There are new games. Not too many good ones, but they're out there. Uh, shit. Shit. Actually, you know, I say that, but then they're releasing these fucking Double Dragon games. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. There's a number of them. Yeah. The rele- Holy oh my shit. god! Oh my god! You know, I say this thing about there being new games, and then this week there was just a shit ton of uh, re-releases of old fucking games. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, yeah. Starting off though with a game that came out last week, I thought AFL Evolution Two. I guess this is maybe the digital version of it. I don't know. Yeah, I can't imagine that uh, retail versions of video games are releasing right now. Yeah. 
then there's a Blind Men, which is a Vita and PS4 cross-buy game. Okay. Um, and then we're starting to get into some of these Double Dragon things, I guess. Crashing the Boys Street Challenge. It's on PS4. Uh, I guess these are all part of that retro ba- brawler uh, bundle, yeah. the Double Dragon and Kaneo-kun. Mm-hmm. I, I guess they have them listed separately. I guess you could buy them separately. Maybe. Yeah. And then, yeah, and I'm just going to go through these because yeah. people know what these games are. Double Dragon, Double Dragon 2, Double Dragon 3. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Fishing Sim World Pro Tours Collector's Edition. Digital and retail. Uh, it's a fishing game. You can go fishing. Great. Competitive fishing is just fucking weird to me, man. <laughs> hey, Tyler, you remember what game had some pretty good fishing? Final Fantasy Fifteen. Oh, it did. I liked the fishing in that game. Yeah. Damn. I really think I'm going to go back to that game sometime. Yeah, do it, dude. There's there's a lot of new content there. Those DLCs. Mm-hmm. There's a multiplayer. Yeah. That's true. You want to play some Final Fantasy fifteen multiplayer? <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, there's Freak Out Calamity TV show. Okay. I, it, it, it's a dual stick shooter. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Then back to this retro brawler bundle. We have Ret- Renegade, River City Ransom. And that's it. Yeah. And then yeah. to end. And then the last game. Yeah. yeah. Spider Solitaire F. If you wanted to play Spider <laughs> Solitaire on your PlayStation 4, uh, you you can do that now. Um, sure. I know y'all are bored sitting at home. Yeah. But maybe find something else to do. <laughs> yeah. If you have a deck of cards, you can play Solitaire. I don't like digital Solitaire games, and I definitely don't like paying for digital Solitaire. Yeah. Let's see, you could watch Trolls World Tour. Uh, Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge. Is that like an animated thing? I don't know. And I'm not sure if I care to <laughs> check it out. <laughs> Me either. Uh, you can also watch Underwater, which just looked fucking awful. Um, this whole Trolls World Tour, not that I fucking care about trolls, but... um. You know, this was obviously a movie that was supposed to come out in theaters, and they're saying fuck it, and they're just going to put it out now uh, instead of hold it. You know, most most studios are delaying their big movies so that they can put it out in theaters in the future, but not with trolls saying fuck it. I saw I saw a take on Twitter, um, basically saying that the troll sequel is better than the Frozen sequel. Uh, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. And I'm like, oh boy. Okay. <laughs> sure that'll get people riled up. Sure. Uh, but if it's true, maybe go watch the Trolls movie. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's video games this week. Tyler, you and I have completed Doom Eternal. Yes, we have. And I guess from this point on, spoilers are going to happen. So if you have not finished Doom Eternal and intend to do so, I guess now's your point to jump off. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to get into it. Tyler, 
I beat it a few days or maybe a week ahead of you, but you, I, I left you with some knowledge about what you had remaining in the game. Tyler, I guess I just have to get it off. What did you think of the last three levels of that game? I thought visually and artistically the levels were awesome and really blew me away with a lot of the visuals. I was like, fuck, yeah, this is so cool. Uh, Story-wise and boss fight-wise, not overly exciting to me. Um, I think both of the final bosses just kind of sucked, especially the last one. And I, the last level, I don't know, just was so... I don't know. It was it was so boring to me. You you come from the level previously that has such a cool visual style, and back to a level that you've kind of already been through in a way. And I'm like, eh, this isn't that exciting. <laughs> and it's also like you came here to do a thing, and now they're going to put this level in between you and doing that thing. Yes. Which is fighting the Icon of Sin. Yes. Which is, I believe, uh, you fight the Icon of Sin in Final Doom. Mm, okay. Which is an old, old Doom game. Uh, but yeah, I, it's, yeah, I don't mind uh, the Icon of Sin being the last boss. I just don't like mechanically what you have to do for that. Yeah, it was it was very repetitive, very boring. And to be honest with you, I'm not a fan of final bosses where they also send every fucking enemy you face throughout the whole game at you all at the same time. And I know with the kind of gameplay flow of Doom Eternal, you, you, you in kind of the economy of it in a way, you need kind of fodder enemies so that you can you know get ammo and all that stuff but i don't know it was just way too too chaotic but also just boring at the same time with the actual boss i much would much more would have preferred their the final boss to just be you and the fucking boss for the most part and it to be a little bit more challenging in what you have to do because it i don't know it just felt like the game kind of went out with a thud, um, which is Dude, that, doom is not something that you really want to feel <laughs> at the end of it. But Tyler, the, the con maker boss fight, yeah, that thing pissed me off. Oh god, that was fucking not fun. That was the, that is like one of the worst boss fights I've I've had to fucking do. Yeah, it's, I. I fucking hate it. Like the whole mechanics of of it is whatever. Like take down the shield, go do a blood punch, whatever. That's that's fine. But the whole thing about the the fodder enemies it gives you, like you have to get fucking headshots on it for it to pop. Yep. They aren't very useful for getting armor back with your flamethrower. Yep. It's just a fucking pain in the ass. And then the whole thing about making the floor on fire and shit. Yep. Like. <laughs> Fuck off. Yep. Fuck off. Like, there's there's so much bullshit happening during that fight that it's like, I'm not actually enjoying the mechanics of the fight itself. Yeah. 
I, I totally agree with you. And, and, and that, that boss fight was not fun when to me, I kind of enjoyed most of what was happening in that level up until then. Uh, mm. You know, I didn't mind going through the, the three very distinct sections to align all these things. And, um, and, and like I said, visually, I was like, fuck yes. I absolutely love the way this level looks. It's so cool. What I did not like was in the beginning of that level, uh, second to last level, all of the um, platforming. Oh, God, yeah. That's <sighs> that's the one pla- – that's a platforming section that just fucking – up until that point, I was like, the platforming's whatever. Like, there was this one one section that just – pissed me the hell off uh it's the one where you have to shoot at the end of it you have to yes. shoot the target and yes. go through yes that took god i fucking hate it yes me too that that took me a number of tries um and to the point where i was like down i had you know pretty good health and armor and i i ended up being down to like half health by the end of that and i'm like this is so not fun, and and I don't mind like like you said I didn't mind a ton of the platforming, but towards the the further the game went on, the more I felt like it kind of just got in the way a lot of times because they felt the need to kind of expand on that and make you do more and more challenging things with the platforming. I'm down to do more challenging things to maybe go get a secret or something like that, but. I'm playing fucking Doom. I just want to shoot shit. And this platforming is just really in the way. And yeah, that that was a really frustrating section. To me, for some fucking reason, like the opening section of that where you have to kind of string together multiple of those like little, you know, the circular can man cannon yeah, sort da- of things. Dash. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When when you had to string multiple of them together, for some fucking reason, I would get through like the first two of them, and and I was like aiming for the last one, and it would I, I just for some reason was not hitting it. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me! This is so not fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I I in general I enjoyed Doom Eternal, but there were just a few frustrating moments that pissed me off and kind of soured me on that game yeah um but yeah i i i don't know like i like it i don't love it i agree i I agree with you i i love doom 2016 i do not love doom eternal but i do like doom eternal like i can see it being on a game of the year list it'll probably be on mine i mean obviously who knows how much we'll actually get of what we're supposed to what we're plan to get um before coronavirus hit and everything but i could see it on on a list but definitely not towards the top where i feel like i before doom eternal came out i would have thought it would have been a game of the year contender for me for sure um but yeah I, i don't i don't hate it and there was some some uh fights in in a couple of story sections i was like fuck yeah this is awesome i love blowing a hole in mars that was just oh, fucking God, cool yeah that was so it has some dude. really fucking cool moments yes. like they yeah it's yeah and then when he shoots himself through the fucking cannon yes like he loads himself <laughs> into the cannon and fucking fires himself 
Yeah. Oh god. When when you're talking like story moments from that game, that that's that's the moment to me. I I loved that. I was like, this is fucking doom. This is awesome. What I felt like I did not need is backstory to the Doom Slayer. Oh, but I I liked how cheesy it was. Yeah. It was so fucking. It was. <laughs> you know, I kind of laughed at it, but like. I enjoy laughing at how ridiculous some of this shit is. Yeah. It was cheesy. I just felt like I didn't need it because to me, the Doom guy is just, and the Doom Slayer is just a fucking badass guy. He is what he is. And I feel like the the less I know about him, the better. I also, correct me if I'm wrong, because I do not remember this from Doom 2016. Seeing his face through his visor in, in his helmet... I don't recall that in Doom 2016. I also wish that was not a thing in Doom Eternal. I know it's a very nitpicky thing. I want it to be a Master Chief situation. Like, I know this is a human. I don't really need to see his face. it, It really bothered me every time I saw it. But Tyler, the the old Doom games, you just had a character portrait. It, Doom guy has a face. Mm, okay. It's it's that character portrait down in the UI in like Doom, Doom Two, yeah. Final Doom. You you see that like he right. gets bloodied up as you get hit and stuff. Like Doom guy has a face. Yeah. It's like I just don't like most people don't give a shit. Like you 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 don't yeah. you don't care what Doom guy looks like. But right. Doom guy does have a face. It's not like it's a new thing. Doom guy having a face. Right. What they did do. In Doom Eternal, is confirm one Patrick Klepek's theory that all the Doom games are connected. Yeah, which is funny. It is funny, and I, you know what? I'm kind of into it. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's wild, and I, I'll, I'll be totally honest with you. I want another Doom game. I I feel, you know, there's definitely some streamlining that I feel like they could do. You know chop the levels down a little bit um i don't know to me get a little bit more inventive with the boss fights and everything but i'm down for like one more doom game and just having like an awesome trilogy of of new doom um yeah and then we can have quake again right yeah why not (laughs) then then hugo martin can make a quake game that'd be fucking awesome Hmm. so we'll see all right but it's a good game. It definitely is, and I enjoyed most of my time with it. There's just some things that didn't really enjoy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I yeah. We'll we'll probably um, yeah. We might talk about Doom later this year. I don't know. I I have really mixed feelings about it. On one hand, it plays really fucking good. The combat encounters. And arenas are really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. I like I like how how varied the environments are. Oh like, yeah, there's, there's a lot of cool environments in that game. You go to hell. You go to the home of the Sentinels. Yep. Uh, you go to what a Erdak, the place where the Makers live. Yep. It, yeah, it's like there's a lot of cool fucking areas, but also some of the level design itself pisses me off. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, 
not you know what? I don't want to be pissed off at level design in that game. No. I want to be pissed off at demons and ripping them apart. Exactly. Which there's still plenty of that. Like there's still a lot of fucking just ripping demons apart, killing them, fucking beating the shit out of them with their own limbs. Like there's still a lot of that ultra violent stuff that you know, I I enjoy. Yeah. I just don't need a lot of what this game is trying to force force you. Yeah. I I don't want to have I don't want to be pissed off at platforming in a Doom game. It's not fucking Mirror's Edge. It's not Mario. We don't need this shit. Exactly. And I know it's kind of cute how they try to rib some of Mario's style with the fucking rotating fire. Yeah. Fucking things. Yeah. Like that was funny the first time I saw it. I was like, oh. They're, they're just doing Mario right here. But, like, I don't need that. Like, it's funny as a joke one time, but you don't need to keep playing that joke. Yeah. But, yeah. Doom Eternal. We beat it. Now we can go play probably a real Game of the Year contender in Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh... But yeah, that's that's going to do it for the show today, unless you had something else. Nope, that's all. We missed the PlayStation Store March top downloads, but, I mean, I'm not sure if I'm interested in going back for that. Yeah, no, we can maybe run through that quick next week. Yeah, I'll put it, I'll put it in the doc for next week. Um, but yeah, uh... We're, we're gonna, we're gonna head out here and probably play maybe some Divinity. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, but if you need to get in contact with us, if you're bored sitting at home and you just, you just want to reach out and talk, uh, you can, you can, uh, send us some questions and we'll go over those. Uh, you can do that a couple of ways. One way is via email at playstationreportpodcast at gmail.com. You could also send those questions via Twitter at psreportpodcast. I don't know what my mouth was doing there, uh. Probably need to drink some more water. Uh, I think people should uh, tweet at us and, and tell us what they think about Doom. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah, you should, you should do that. Um, and if you need to find me, I'm at The Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged on Vids. We're all doing the best we can during these... You know, I'm not sure these strange times. I'm not sure how much longer I can keep calling them strange because it's been a, it's been yeah. a thing for like a month now. It's starting to feel uh, normal, and I don't like that. I don't, I don't, I don't like the new normal. I don't, no, I don't like it. Me either. Uh, but we'll be back next week with another show. Until then, be good to each other. Play your video games and rub some jalapenos on your titties. <laughs> <laughs>